Good. good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jeff Glucker, and you're listening to a fresh episode of the Hooniverse podcast. That's right. We're back, and we've got good audio equipment once again. No longer are we recording in my backyard on two strings held between two cups. We've got real microphones. We've got real... We're also not recording from the Super 8 Motel in San Bruno, California, over across Skype. from the airport. Right. Over Skype. We're, we're doing this properly. We're making sure we give you good audio from here on out. So thank you for joining us. And joining me, as always, is my partner and podcast crime, Blake Zap Brannigan Wrong. Yes. Hello, ladies. <laughs> I, know. I know, right? It's, kind of it's good line. to see you. It's good to see you, Blake. Brannigan's Law is like Brannigan's Love. <laughs> <laughs> We've both been traveling way too much. Yes. You're a famous automotive journalist. Very I'm a, famous. I'm a professional shrimp eater and fancy liquor drinker. Um, Watch how you say that. We'll get to that, all that travel in a moment, though, because we got other stuff to talk about because we got a guest. Hey, Mr. Doing? Ezekiel Wheeler, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm You're, feeling good. That's good. You're fresh off quitting European car? Yep. I'm, uh, <laughs> let's see, 12 days and counting. Excellent. <laughs> so it'll be done. And you got big things on the horizon, but we'll talk about that in a moment, too. Absolutely. Um, so for now, thank you for joining us, and let's kick things off the way we do when we're not traveling all over the globe. Well, I just travel domestically between Delta terminals, but Blake travels the globe because he's a famous auto journalist. Of course, and Ezekiel, I got to say, as a former uh, victim as well, thank you, uh, congratulations <laughs> for escaping the People's Democratic Republic of Source Interlink. Uh, thank you, I feel very proud I'm glad of you that. escaped from the gulag. <laughs> yeah, and I still have my dignity intact, so it's, wow. it's a good thing. Wow. Golf clap for that. Well, <laughs> they didn't break I that it, down. I, I wow, put it on really a top slacking. shelf and kind of. Just looked at it from time to time. That means you didn't stay long enough. Um, so let's move on to new cars because we always talk about new cars first. And the first new car that I want to talk about is the McLaren P1 because a rumor has just popped up that it just ran the Nürburgring in seven minutes and four seconds. That would make it, depending on your definition of production car, the fastest production lap ever. What's the current one, the Viper ACR? Uh, yes. Yes. At seven minutes and 12 seconds. But Ooh. McLaren's also saying that they kind of don't want to confirm right. that because they know it can go faster. Well, the thing is they want it to break seven minutes. Oh, everybody does. So yeah. it, it's off by five seconds. So they haven't publicly announced that it's done this specifically for that reason, yeah. which is insane. And again, we don't know track conditions or anything like that. Right. I mean, they probably could well And to that. reiterate, not a single yeah. production car has broken seven minutes. No. No, because well, some people are on the fence because uh, there's the radical SR8 LM, which is street legal in like Britain, right? Um, yeah. And it did some ridiculous time, like six fifty eight. But it's or the something? only it's the yeah. only place. I think it might even be lower. Oh, it's, uh, it's the only place where you can buy that car and drive it on the street. So so Bridge to Gantry, which is kind of like the go to, right, doesn't right. count it. Yeah. And then an ACRX once ran a 705, but it had slicks, and it's an ACRX. That's and a race car. how many? Yeah, and how many production? How many production ones of the ACRX did they make? Like two? Well, it's, it's, it doesn't matter. It's a race car anyway. I mean, okay. it, it's it's right. for the track. Do you have the Wikipedia article in front of you? Because they list all the uh, all the top Nurburgring entries. I did, but I don't anymore. <laughs> I know that okay. like the ZR1 is like 714, right. and the GTR is right near there. The GT2 RS is right near there. Like low to mid seven minutes. So 704. And if they think they can get a 659, that's this. This ridiculous. really is just another is, war, yeah. Between yeah, this America is absolutely insane. I mean, you see all these hypercars coming out, and it's just like, okay, guys. When's it enough? Right. Like, is, and racing is a great thing because it's never enough. Right. 
But then it gets to the Ooh, point good line, like good yeah. line. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Neal, don't steal that. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, it's Pulitzer. just an amazing thing to watch. But then it also comes down to what are we going to get to drive? Yeah. Because we're all stuck in hatchbacks at the end of the day. Right. So well, and it's going to be a million dollar car, and you want bragging rights over your million dollars. Yeah, million I mean the new the new hundred thousand dollar car is a million dollars. Yeah. So if you think about a, a hundred thousand dollar car about ten years ago, it was like oh, there's no way I'm touching that, even right. an S class trimmed to a hundred thousand you didn't want to touch it right now you're in the million dollar price range and everyone's like jay leno's gonna buy it (laughs) (laughs) and he's already got two yeah and this one by the way just for so you know it's 900 horsepower right and it can hit 217 miles an hour how much was the how many horsepower how many horsepowers all of them was the uh viper acr wasn't it 600 uh yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I think I, it was closer to seven. Yeah, I wow. think so. If memory serves me right. But then okay, power so it's to weight there. and all the new carbon. So Right. Yeah, okay. it's going to make up for it. Okay, so there you go. That's Ho- impressive. Hopefully the P1, it'd be actually pretty amazing if it breaks seven minutes, regardless of making fun of ring times. And, and then that. Ron Dennis will eat a baby. Well, then you got the 918 <laughs> nipping at its heels. Yeah. And then the LaFerrari that nobody knows about and is probably the just Ferrari, a mysterious LaFerrari horse. LaFerrari by Ferrari. Yeah, I think the LaFerrari right now, because they're so secretive about it, is like the Iranian airplane. Yeah. Like, it's just this paper mache thing that they don't really want to show. I was at Cars and I'm Coffee hoping to see it soon. this past weekend, yeah. and an older gentleman parked next to me in a 599 GTO. Awesome car. And he was admiring the tr- pickup truck that I brought, because <laughs> my tires were higher than where his head sits when he's sitting in his car. And he was having a chuckle. Uh, about it, and then some guy came up. Oh, you were in the Shelby the car, yeah, the yeah. Shelby yeah. Raptor. Yeah, um, we'll get to that truck in a minute. Um, the um, he said he's like, if you think this thing's cool, you should see the La Ferrari. He's like, that's the one I'm getting next. Did and he, his, he did collects he get his vintage Ferrari, so, oh, I, so I believe him. Did he get his, all of his contact it. info and a blood sample? No, <laughs> okay. I, but I believe him since he's like, yeah. When you have a f- specific period of vintage Ferraris that you prefer. You're, you can afford the yeah. LaFerrari. He's like, I prefer mid-50s. I was like, okay. Yeah. Right. The most expensive then. period of Ferrari. I wonder if he was right. waving his paddle at uh, Pebble you should Beach. Have, <laughs> you should have told him, you know, I prefer, I prefer mid to late 80s Ferraris. Yeah, the Mondial. I said, no, I should have said, said the Mondial I prefer T. mid to late 80s Fieros. Is Ooh, what I that's said. good. Yeah. Anything, um, with, anything with the letters GTS in it, I yeah. kind of want to be a part of it. <laughs> um, moving on in a different direction for new car stuff. Have you guys seen the spy shots for the upcoming S-Class Pullman? Pullman, it's no. an S class but longer, right? Really, but right. I mean, it's because they're reviving the old Pullman name, yeah. And, yeah. Um, well, they're trying to replace the Maybach. I'm and... a big Ben's fanboy, so when I see yeah. this, I have visions of the old, you know, 600, yeah, grocer, the grocer. And, oh yeah, those oh, are so amazing. it's a modern version of that. It's a, it's, Count me in. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. I mean, just out of principle, really. Like it, you want a exactly, big ass Mercedes, principle. yeah, because my box dead, right? Good. And they they've said, or the rumor is that this won't ever be priced well. It's getting it close. Won't, it won't be. Pr- yeah, I was gonna say it's getting close, but the the rumor is like somewhere between low, like two and three. So it'll take on you know Rolls Royce and, and uh, Bentley Flying Spur and two and like three. That. Jesus, but think about how, it. You can yeah. get an S class, bulletproof it to hell, and still have the aromatherapy for under a Maybach. <laughs> I do so. love that the aromatherapy. Yeah. That's fantastic. It, it'll put you in a calming mood when you're when you're getting shot at. There you go. It's nice. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. some lavender like, and chamomile. Oh, just give me a little keep bit calm, of Keep calm, keep calm, keep <laughs> calm. <laughs> Heart rate's down AK-47, full yeah. blown. So I'm excited to see that one once the Now, how much is the Phantom? Off. I'm just oh, throwing I, it out there. I'm asking for a oh, friend. I how know someone who had a Phantom press car, right? and it was $650,000. It it's a Phantom, not the drop head. Because I remember sitting... No, you, this was a 
Maybe this was a drop. Because a few this years ago, a, a few oh. years ago at the LA Auto Show, I sat in a Phantom Centennial Edition drop head. It was white on white. It was five hundred seventeen thousand dollars. They only made a hundred. I sat in the front seat. I look back, and there's a dude picking his nose. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's perfect. I, it That's called me. patina. <laughs> <laughs> nice white on whitish. Whitish. Um, yeah. So, used to be. Moving away from the Benz and the big cars, um, focusing more on a part than a car, uh, ZF made some news because yep. they've just created a suspension system that recaptures the otherwise wasted heat energy. I've heard about That's this. That's kind yes. of amazing. This actually. is awesome. Yes. Uh, you know, it's, it's more ways to power your car, and, and yeah. there's so much heat generated by suspension systems. Mm. It's brilliant. It's actually surprising it took this long to Where does the heat go out? when it's captured? Uh, I think you, the, they're going to be able to recirculate it. Like, almost, I'd imagine have conductors and stuff that would. Actually, yeah, like yeah. just refill battery packs. And almost stuff. like okay. how the brakes right. work. Okay. Yeah, it's like re, it's like regen yeah. brakes. But it it's sounds regen like Mazda's IE loop system, which I'm is not familiar with that one. Basically, a giant capacitor that um, kind of it's it's used to power like all the electrical systems in there. But I think it's when you I think it's when you brake, right? right? It's not a full hybrid so, system. But, it's still but when break. you brake, it captures the yeah. system from there, right? And you know the the EPA EPA testing doesn't actually. They said EPA testing doesn't show like a mileage increase on it. But when you drive it around, it's one point two, one or two. You know, whatever. I just learned right. from the yeah. Uh, the only freaky Mazda part about all these like regenerative parts for me, just because like I'm a tuner kind of guy and vintage car kind of guy, yeah. is like so many things are going to be connected. You're never going to be able to take them apart. See, I disagree okay because i think there's going to be a next generation of tuners younger kids than oh us, i believe that who are way into computers yeah right. the and nerds will take to, over the tuning like, aspect. like yeah. when you get somebody who loves cars and computers and gets mm -hmm. their hands on an electric power steering system it's gonna oh, be absolutely. amazing absolutely yeah uh, tuning as we know it will change into its literal form tuning <laughs> so so but then you can so then now that you have it connects to your suspension. I mean, you can already change damping rates and stuff, but yeah. you could think of this as for racing applications too, because now it's like a modified Curse. mini curves. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe you can get oh, into yeah. smaller weight classes. So you're not like fighting with the GT three or yeah. whatever the hell that hybrid Porsche GT racer is. So now you can do it in like a skip barber Miata where go. it's bouncing up and down off the suspension, you yeah. know, especially at Laguna Seca. Oh yeah. yeah. I say we take Mazda that uh, Mazda with the ZF suspension, Mazda yes. three, and then put it up against a P one. See what happens. I think, I think, no, that could be a, a lot ring, of fun. We have a new ring. <laughs> four minutes. It's yeah. the new nitrous. Four there minutes. The new nitrous. The new nitrous. I like, that. I like <laughs> yeah. that. Um, getting back to speed, um, there is a new GTR on the horizon, mm -hmm. and it's a Already? Nismo GTR. Oh. And. Uh, the Williams F1 team is helping to develop it. Didn't they already oh, make a Nismo GTR? They made a, uh, a they made a track edition. They made a black. They made a track edition. I think a it was black. the track edition or a Nürburgring edition. Yeah. I don't, they, I don't just, know if there was ever like one like designated Nismo. Oh, the, the yeah. black one. Yeah, I think it was called the black edition. There was a black. There was right. a track. It was and the black album. It's all, the then only way the you can Ego tell Easter is by like, or something different like that lip too. designs. Yeah. yeah, and it's like $200,000. <laughs> this yeah. one, though, is it's going to have over... It's rumors. This is all rumors. Over 570 horse. Okay. Zero to sixty in two and a half seconds. That's insane. I heard two. Well, closer to two. People are people. The early rumor is two. Yeah. But nobody is like really believing it. Okay. So they're they're pushing the number back towards like Bugatti Veyron esque two point five. Yeah. But, but yeah, the initial rumor that came out was two. The problem is it's so low that mm -hmm. everyone's like, oh bullshit. We well, got the AMS guys that are just slightly tuning their GTRs yeah, that are pumping out two threes, two twos, so which is mind-boggling. Yeah. yeah. Um, but basically, in this in the spy shots, it looks like it's a road-going GTR GT3. Okay. Which could All be right. Amazing. So it's got that a huge wing on the back. It's got a big awesome. wing on the back. Yeah. It yeah. Does. Yeah. yeah. 
and I love the GTR, so yeah. a faster GTR sounds fantastic. Yeah, what's but, wrong with but that? But the fact that Williams has a hand in it, that's, that's going to be insane. Great. Yeah, it's nice to see F1 teams giving back. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Beyond Vettel's name on a right. crossover. Yeah, yeah. And after, after <laughs> that no one can afford. <laughs> no. And after seeing Senna for the first time this week, I know, I know, I know, wow. I know. Um, Williams does have a th- no thing or two about electronics. I should kick bit. you out. Or, yeah, right? Yeah. right. I don't know now. if he's I been. I think Ezekiel's the new wow. co-host of this podcast. Well, speaking of classic racing movies, or soon-to-be classics, yes. yep. you can finally tell us how Rush was. Fucking awesome, guys. It was <laughs> oh, fucking awesome. I okay. hate you so okay. much. Yes, you I saw that. it. We can talk about it now. And, oh, man, it's, it's, it means so much for the car community that Ron Howard is making a movie about... Not just cars, not just racing, but 1970s racing. Like, it's right. like the most yeah. obscure subject you can really think of, kind of. Like, well, not to us. But not to, to us, us, obviously, but, yeah. but like, people on the street are going to be like, oh, I want to watch a movie where, oh, well, Chris Hemsworth in it, and he's got great abs, so I'm going to see it. <laughs> it's, well, you know, it's, Chris Hemsworth's Wait, got great abs. you want to go see Chris Hemsworth's abs? No, this I'm is a hypothetical. This is a hypothetical. You already saw him. Yeah. I already saw it. I already saw, saw his abs. Oh, so yeah. jealous. His hair is the pretty movie, fantastic. not the abs. You're oh, lucky because of the sorry. movie, not the That's abs. That's true. Well, you're lucky for both. <laughs> I, I really Let's be am, honest guys, here. I really am. But, um, no, it's a, it's a fantastic movie. It's finally, finally, Hollywood gives respect to racing and not just, I mean, what was the last racing movie? Driven. Eh. Right? Mm. And it was I'm trying to think. terrible. I mean, I, I still like <laughs> the movie Free Jack, personally, with Emilio Estevez. No. That was a fantastic no. you've movie. You've already shot yourself the in the foot. The scene when he launches you into the bridge. You said Emilio Estevez, <laughs> and you've already awesome. shot yourself in the foot. That there. was an awesome wow. scene. Okay. And then, uh, <laughs> okay. what's the. Was, what's, is Sylvester Stallone driven? Yeah, I just said that. Yeah, that when they was... ripped... Ezekiel, you're a new co host of this podcast. We're kicking Jeff <laughs> when out. When they ripped down the street, pull the potholes off. Yeah. That movie's hilarious. Okay, I've never seen that one. I've never seen that one, but I'm not missing out on it. No, you're not. No, probably not. No, you didn't miss anything yeah but this this movie's great it's it's written by the dude who did frost nixon and you know people people love that movie you know it was that was oscar good. nominated and all that stuff well, i mean ron howard and ron howard's director, awesome so. yeah apollo 13 <laughs> he did apollo 13 and you know Come he's on. not a space yeah. you know he doesn't he hasn't done like space movies over and over again he just he just do- dove into yeah. a project no, he's good at finding great stories yeah, exactly and at least telling them in a respectable way to yeah. where it's not offensive and that's what i like about his work and i think with exactly. rush he took like there's a reason why the budget was skyrocket. There's a yeah. reason why he took his time, and there's yeah. a reason why he got the real cars to do their job. And it's like yeah. attention to so, detail, right? It's not like Michael Those Bay blowing shit up, right. right? And there's, you know, with what was it a while ago? Um, Benderes wanted to play Senna. Like that was going to happen. Like soon after Senna passed away, right. like a couple years, Antonio Benderes wanted to do a Senna movie. Really? Playing Senna. Yeah. But the family wouldn't allow it because they didn't want... Is Ayrton Senna. <laughs> no, it'd be like Puss in Boots res- yeah. racing in a car. I mean, yeah. it just wouldn't make sense. So the family and I F1 didn't allow it. Portugal. So it takes a while, yeah. Actually, I meant Brazil. Not so Portugal. I'm really glad Formula Dude, really? One allowed I know, I just really? fucked that up yeah. big time. Portugal <laughs> rolled off the tongue nicer. Though. You're dead You're pretty to good me. at that. I am. I'm, I'm dead to myself. Brazil. If I was Portuguese, I would give you a pat right. on the back, Thank but you. I'm not. Thank so yeah. I meant to say he speaks Portuguese. Yeah. That's my only saving grace there. Yeah, um, there you go. Yeah, Spanish playing Portuguese doesn't really work right, very well. Right, right. Yes. Um, <laughs> so anyway, it has the blade weeks. What's the actual date? September 20th. And so it gives you how many thumbs up? 27th. 
No, I think it's the 20th. Is it the 20th? I thought yeah, it was the 27th. It's sometime late oh, September. Oh, it might be the 27th, right. But I think the embargo ends officially on the 20th. But I got an email this morning. They were like, you can talk about it if you want. Yeah. Oh, really? So, yeah. Sweet. Maybe <laughs> so we're going to break right the embargo. <laughs> Actually, I think somebody already reviewed it today. Yeah, Vanity Fair po- posted a review. I'm, oh. I wrote my review today. It's going to be up on the site eventually. I think our uh, and associate online editor posted a review on the movie herself. Already? Yeah. Nice. I don't nice. know if she was supposed to, but. Oh, yeah. whatever. Okay. It's all good. Oh well, she's eager. She's got. Yeah. She's a good race. Like she's got yeah. a good head on her shoulder for racing. So there it's officially the twenty seventh, by the way. Okay, just double checked. Okay. Um, so I want to pause and take a moment to because we didn't do this at the beginning. Why don't you tell us what you brought for us to drink? Oh yeah, I brought gifts for allowing me to jabber into this little black mic. Uh, I brought Ruination. Okay. Stone. I brought hop juice. And then I brought uh, Firestone Double IPA. He came loaded. Excellent. So I brought I brought the good stuff for you guys, or at least whatever's good at Bevmo. So. Nice, nice. And I brought. Um, I want to open it because I've never tried it. Something from Ninkasa. It's their Tricera hops. I think it's called. Oh, nice. cool. It's supposed That's to be. I've never name. had Ninkasa, which is yeah. kind of crazy. Okay. Um, so we're gonna try that in a minute. And we're actually gonna pause to refill and come right back. Sounds great. All right, we are back with some full cups. This Ninkasa is effing delicious. Triceratops. I can't believe I've never had this. Pretty awesome. Sponsor us. Yeah. Sponsor us. <laughs> anyway, I need beer money. I'll take Narragansett if they'll sponsor us. Narragansett, like, friend. That's like half true. I, Hello, um, friend. <laughs> don't lie to yourself. Now is the time in the podcast where we turn to our guest and we learn more about them. Uh, we know you, that you like to bring good beer, so that's we're off to a good start. But <laughs> you were an editor at European Car, I and was. you're taking your talents elsewhere. I am. You're moving on to Petrolicious. I am. Awesome step. I'm very, very excited. I've been following uh, Josh since Depth of Speed. Uh, obviously, Josh is the filmmaker for yeah. Petrolicious. Brilliant guy. Super great. Great, great filmmaker. He's yeah. Good. His wife's an awesome graphic designer as well, so it's a good combination. Uh, and when Petrolicious came around, I... I was an instant fan. Absolutely. Obviously. Um, just everything is laid out so well. It's a great brand, great lifestyle. But, you know, now they're looking for an editor and taking it to the next step. And fortunately, I'm uh, the right place at the right time. Perfect. And I'm looking forward to seeing what I can do to help enhance the brand and take it up the next level. So are you going to be giving them written content? I'll be doing written content, uh, brand development, some design work. I which is great. I can actually use my ridiculously expensive education. Awesome. Nice. <laughs> you know, that always helps. Uh, yeah, so Art Center, you, you paid off. So <laughs> it's going to work. So now that you're going to be starting at Petrolicious, yeah. um, you need an old car. I do. Because right now, what do you drive? I've got a 2012 Fiat 500 Pop. That is customized to hell, slammed to the ground, and rides like shit. But it's the most fun <laughs> I've ever had in a car in a very long time. So, so. so, yeah, so you need something old. I do. I need something old. And, and I, people have been throwing suggestions to you. It's a rather hot thread on Facebook, well, uh, I have to it's, say. It's, it's, <laughs> it's been, been a lot of fun. It's been up. a lot of yeah, fun. It's a lot of fun. What are the, what are the potentials? What are the potentials? Uh, I'm leaning on a 2002 BMW. Okay. If I could get a TII, I would love a TII. Right. But those, those are like are, 35 grand. They're ridiculously the expensive yeah. already. They're yeah. already going skyrocket. I mean, I saw two I'll tell you, at yeah. the, the auctions in Pebble Beach. So yeah. you're kind of oh, really? out of the running now. I'll yeah. tell you one thing. So. A guy on my street bought one for 12 grand. It's the round taillight model. Yeah, it's the not roundies. a TII. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, the and round, I mean, it's mint. If, if you're going to get great. one, you want the round. You, you want, want the round. But you can afford the squares. you can live with the square. And you can also always retrofit it. BMW did it with their heritage car they restored. Really? 
Yeah. 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 What so is, they what, cheated. What's the other choice between <laughs> between uh, 2002? Because it sounds like there's other choices. Uh, well, based off of suggestions that have been pouring in, uh, older Fiat 124 Fiat's, Spider. Yeah, the 124 yeah. Spiders are actually kind of cool. I actually was looking at Sunbeam Alpines. Nice. Which are fun little. Are funky, you going to keep your? Get your you're going to keep your. your I don't fit. know. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. You know, I'm kind of. So you need a runner then. I need a runner. Uh, I still love the Fiats. I might jump up to an Abarth. What which do you fun. think about the 2000 Civic Si? Not a fan. <laughs> Sorry, gonna have to pass. Listen, he came, right, from, he came from a European car. Not, I mean, if I if I was sixteen car, in high school and needed a, a blue electric blue SI, I would definitely go it's for black. It. Oh, it's, it's black. black. Oh, I'm sorry. You you had the rare. You had so rare. Ezekiel, when you start your job at Stolen Car Magazine, you can yeah. always buy this. <laughs> That'd be an awesome, fun parody magazine. It would be. Oh it'd my be god! The I want to start of, that website. Yeah, uh, yeah. Welcome to Stolen Car Compact. That's fantastic. So, oh, so what type of thing? What type of things do you think you'll be um, writing at Petrolicious? Like, do you have any topics coming up in mind that you want to jump? Yeah, on? there are quite a few. Um, initially, I come from the design world. That's where I was, you know, trained and what I love. So I try to bring in the other side of designers, which are avid gearheads that appreciate moments in history. So I'm trying to bring that to the forefront. So I'd like to work with local designers and global designers as to like, okay, cool, you designed that fun, awesome car. What do you have? What did you want? What do you, it's, what do you admire? Right. And where do you feel like your talents are best shown through a car? Hmm. Because if you look at the, the, there was a great video a little while ago of the Bugatti designer who has a stripped down, bare bones 911 SC. It's awesome. Beautiful, beautiful car. And he's all, this thing is like, and I love the way he said it. It's like the fixed gear or the, the moped of the automotive industry. And not necessarily in a derogative sense, right. but in the customization, simplicity, and design and engineering is what he appreciated. So I'd like to bring more of those stories to the forefront. That's cool. Um, I'd really like to start um, incorporating more maybe forecasting, how vintage is inspiring modern, because that's what's going back and forth right now. A lot of people are drawing upon heritage to try to find a new identity within their roots. Um, and ultimately, just making sure people love cars. Right. And that's what I love about Petrolicious. There you go. That's, so that's it. Yeah, that's a good... Uh, you got to be able to tell right people that you need to love this. Right. And, and um, I love Petrolicious because, one, they came out of seemingly nowhere to just explode all over the place. Oh, it's and fantastic. two, they... Um, you can just feel the passion. The enthusiasm just drips off every word and off every picture. Absolutely. Dude, the photography is top notch. The writing is, yep. you know, it, it gets to the point. It's very straightforward. And are you going to be doing like road trips and features as well, or are you going to? I'd like to actually. I just I just accepted a, an invitation from McLaren, which I'll see you on. Yeah. Which will be great, and they are excited to help or at least be a part of what Petrolicious is. And telling their story through new cars and celebrating where they're at and where they've been. And their racing um, history, too, would be great. Absolutely. So well, trying to celebrating find celebrating 50 years, so it's the right time. It's a, it's a great time. Their birthday and was today, right. as yeah. a matter of fact. And yeah. So James happy Hunt birthday, drove McLaren. McLaren. Yeah. So it's all great timing. And personally, I'm a big McLaren fan, so any chance I get to get near one or buy one... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Buy one as in next two, not B-Y. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> so. Now, you say, uh, you say you know, you're, you're very much into de design. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite designer? Favorite designer? Um, that's a good question. Uh, Someone who consistently puts out stuff, you're like, man, that's pretty sweet. Ooh, that's a really good question. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Let me mull he that one over. Yeah, because, okay, okay. Because so so many think about designers. that one, but then think about what might be one of your favorite designs. Favorite designs, like without a doubt, 
is the Lancia Stratos Bertone Zero concept. Ooh, yes. Absolutely. Yes. The, without a doubt, the that car one. goes, that just set off the trend for geometric design for the rest of, till today. Did you see it? At, today. Did you see it at the Peterson? I did. I was fortunate oh. enough to be in its presence alone That's for several awesome. hours. Oh, you son of a there bitch! It's so much smaller than you think it is. It's so much smaller, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's extremely tiny. small. Um, <laughs> the proportions are definitely exaggerated in photos, but when you yeah. see it in person, it's just perfect. It makes for me, sense. It's, perfect. it's great. It's so many. It's, yeah. it's fantastic. I, it, I'd agree with you. It's there. a stunning, it's stunning car. So I, I appreciate that car. Um, my my perfect design would be the Citroen DS. What's yours, Jeff? So many people like that, and I I, I understand why. I yeah. totally get it. So Lieberman, the, uh, you're not in, you're not alone. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The Ford Ranger. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I don't I don't have one. I'm I don't drive have many. I have to think about it. Jeff long and Jeff hard. is what yeah. we call uncultured swine. So <laughs> I, you have to excuse him. He didn't open. I mean, I really love the original um, the original Countach before it got all the extra f- yeah the early wings 70s. and, yeah, and yeah. fenders and all that stuff on right. it. Body that kit. <clears throat> I, I got to see one at a uh, museum in Germany that was very impressive. Uh, nice. We saw the blue one at Pebble. Yeah, there were a few at Pebble. Yeah, no, there was a blue one at Pebble Beach, just early seventies Countach, and it's just. Perfect. Yeah. And Ezekiel, you and I were at Concorso Italiano when we saw that yeah. right-hand drive Miura win best in show. Yep, yep, all the way that from guy. Australia. Yeah, that guy's, <laughs> that guy's taking it back to Brisbane, which oh is God. awesome. You know, what, though, you know what's funny is uh, some of my favorite designs are like Trans Am era muscle cars. I mean, I know that's a total different oh, aesthetic. Absolutely. But like the, 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 the chin spoiler, the yep. tall tail. Like totally I just exaggerated. Go gaga over those things. I saw the Spirit of America Corvette. Nice. Holy hell. <laughs> <Yeah>. That <laughs> thing is, is amazing. That Spirit of America, that's a 76, right? Yeah. You know, they made the 80, like the 84, yeah. no, the 82 Indy Pace Car Corvette is uh, just a riot. Yeah. That thing's yeah. crazy. A buddy of mine used to have one. He said he bought one that was beat to hell. And oh God, that was his hell. late high school car. And he regrets ever getting rid of it because <laughs> it was just a hot rod hell. And you, obviously, you, when you're young, you can't afford those cars for very long. But right. So but we, it's, yeah. it's actually interesting. It's actually an interesting point you you bring up because you know those designs from the Trans Am era kind of evolved from pure, simple, classic European inspired mm. designs, and then it just became gaudy and white snake and like yeah, yeah you know all yeah. those like screaming well, eagles and stuff. The Motorsports right. reunion at Rolex this year had the IMSA GT cars versus a lot of the Trans Am cars oh, side by fantastic. side yeah. on the same track, and it was just like there I was saw a the seventy one Camaro, oh, right. and there goes. Uh, you know, 73 RSR, and you're like, what the hell? This is like the coolest thing I've ever seen That's, in my life. I did see that, yeah. yeah. And I love Trans Am racing from, you know, late 60s, early 70s, when yep. it was, you know, the AMC. Yep. AMC was kicking ass-ish, well, kind of. And then it was mostly just George well, Fulmer. I mean, Mark Donahue, so. <laughs> George Fulmer as well, yeah. and the Mustangs and everything, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, cool, cool stuff. So, you like old design, but you, you've obviously got to have an eye on some new design stuff, too. Yeah. And we've got Frankfurt coming up. Is there yep. anything you can think of at Frankfurt that's tickling your fancy a little bit that you're eager to see. Um, it's funny because this this kind of like goes back to we were talking earlier about Chris Bangle's article about his take on design and it's not really going anywhere. It's kind of right. stuck. And concept cars, I'm doing air quotes here, uh, are becoming more of a hint or a nod towards what production cars look like. Right. So it's kind of hard to be excited about something you're going to see at a showroom floor as opposed to being excited about something that's going to inspire an entire new line. So I think for me, um, the car that's actually going to be really cool to see in its production skin is the BMW i8. Mm-hmm. It'll finally be 100% in its production skin. Um, ah, it's really hard for me to pull out, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Like, no, I don't that, really... I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, okay, Jag's going to do a crossover. Who thanks? Yeah, that's, <laughs> right. that's actually kind of expected really that. disappointing. Yeah. Because I Jaguar really was wish it was a, a three. I always like a three thought series Jaguar fighter. was brave in holding out and not building a SUV ever, and now they finally well, just become Range like every other. Is yeah, there's Range right Rover. There. That's the point. Yeah, right. It's in the same family. The same so, why, so now why I want a crossover. Want and yeah. our crossover, our luxury crossover is still like going strong because they're they huge, were especially ago. in California with the largest market. So <laughs> yeah, but you know the Range Rover. Everyone's just gonna yeah. buy a Range Rover instead, and just you know just make it. Focus yeah, it's gonna be there. interesting. I mean, you got Porsche with the McCann at the LA yeah. Auto Show, right? Uh, you know, there's just so many crossovers and so many four doors coming out, <laughs> right? And hypercars. That seems so, to be what's taking over. So, which of this new crop of automobile will people want to collect down the road? Yeah, um, I just like don't Jags, see Jag's new F Type. Is that a collector? I think so. I think for different reasons. Yeah. I think if you're going to buy. Because it's no E type. No, it's no E type. But it's, it's also definitely pretty no damn E-type. awesome. It's a great, brilliant looking yeah. car. And we, have really, to, really yeah. and we have to acknowledge the fact that cars made after like 1979 will someday be They'll never be the right. same. They won't be at that level, but yeah. there will still be some collectible cars in the, you know, now that bumpers are plastic yeah. and integrated, there's got to well, be something it, there. I think it goes beyond that. I was talking to collectors because I had this idea a while ago to like come up with this modern classics, you know, right. Haggerty-like e-price bike. Price buyer guide. Like, what should you be collecting now? Like, should you get an E30 M3, mm-hmm. or should you just be like, I'm gonna go get, you know, an old 3.0 CS or 507? Screw it, right. you know, yeah, something you like go. that. Big. So, which one are you gonna want to hold on to longer? And you could the buy collector told me E30 M3s. Yeah, price. So the collector told me he's like, here's one problem with the modern cars if you're trying to collect them. When the electrical system goes, who's gonna put it together? Who's that going crop- to be the computer guy to sit there and that make sure that it's still talking about? See, I feel about. like that's an old mentality again. It, I, like you're I, talking to an definitely old on rich guy who's like, oh, carburetors are so simple. Yeah. And they're not. They're fucking no, wildly carburetors complex. Are fuel magic. <laughs> they're very food. simple yeah. compared to carburetors. Who's yeah. going to so rebuild road, your Magneto on your Model A? Come no, on. Well, down the road, some guy's going to have to swap a wire instead of like rebuild a suspension. You know, like, yeah, but I think there's more fuel injection. There, there is yeah. more to that. Yeah. Have you ever opened a carburetor and looked inside? It's, it's ter- a terrifying maze. I've rebuilt four. It's terrifying. There's so much going yeah. on. I, yeah, st- no, I rebuilt four carburetors lot, twice. I, I still don't know how carburetors work. Yeah, I agree with Blake. It's a lot yeah. of voodoo going on with those. Yeah. There's like a 10-second like story that we'll Please. Yeah, please. Ladies and gentlemen, Zach Clapman. So uh, the Cobra wouldn't start when we, when we went to Pebble Beach, the Kit Cobra. Whoa, back it up. Uh, me and my, my dad and my brother built a Kit Cobra like Sweet. years ago, yeah. and it wouldn't start. We had to replace the starter, three bolts, done. Still running too rich. My dad took it to the guy that helped us build the engine. This was after we drove it to Pebble. And they found that a bunch of the points were corroded in the distributor. And they replaced them and fixed them for 15 bucks. And it's like – but it's just this thing that spins and touches all the right things and then that sends a spark. But like fuel injection or direct injection, it's not going to be like a wire. It's going to be like 14 wires that feed into 10 wires that feed into like a jet system. And also the brain lot, that tells man. the jet there, what to do. Lot, so but okay. People overcomplicate. Oh, Chris is injection. up. Chris, get on the mic. Chris is up. Here's oh, where. <laughs> guys, everybody has opinions. <laughs> opinions. <laughs> Sorry, See, this guys. is a hot topic. You know, being in the producing back end and like listening to the audio <laughs> the whole time, I don't usually pitch in that much. But this is a case where my my background will actually step in. So, on the fuel injection side of it, Jeff is absolutely right. It's dead simple because it's all software controlled. But the downside is, is if these systems get to be thirty or forty years old. The newer electronics that are using lead-free solder, 
what happens is that the, oh, the solder points, you'll actually get what's called electrostatic migration. My oh, man got mad now. Oh, damn. We're just going to end after this. We're yeah. done. Bones. So the <laughs> electrostatic <laughs> migration will actually cause what's called little tin whiskers to grow on all the solder points, right? And they literally do look like little hairs coming off of the solder points. It, which acceleration. It, yes. <laughs> at which point... Yes. Thank you, Senator Those Chuck Grassley. Those little tin hairs <laughs> will actually then start shorting out the electronics, and there is no way to fix that. So, Without rebuilding an entire system. You need a system. razor for your whiskers. <laughs> Unfortunately, there, we're going to have an era of about cars built from about 2000 until probably about 2015 that will not have salvageable electronics. We need to move to graphene. <laughs> so Let's, sorry, Jay Leno, uh, so your P1's going to be worth dick. <laughs> the, moral, the moral of the story is that car collecting will be dead after the year 2010, and we'll all be driving around in Miatas. That's a shame, but it's a real shame, because yeah. when you think about the engineering and everything that goes into these cars to get us excited and want to put posters right. back up on our wall, right. eh, a kid's going to be like, hey, Dad, look at that car in the museum. Are they, are they ever going to move again? So it kind of well, sucks. Are we living in an era where we're creating cars to live today as opposed to... Well, but then, but then you can get into like the guy who... So there'll be a guy who kept his, his 991 GT3 in an air tycoon. It has yeah. 3,000 miles on it. Who's to say the Chinese aren't even doing that? <laughs> yeah, well, and so that car's in good shape. So that car might be a collectible at Barrett-Jackson in 2050. Yeah, right. Like you'll get a 991 GT3. But then on the flip side, you'll yeah. have like the young hot rodder who ripped out... All the parts that created the you know the fucking tin whiskers or whatever the fuck it was called, um, <laughs> or he goes for broke and just and he'll he'll like rig Chevy up something <laughs> based right, off exactly. his Android phone that he bought off Craigslist like seven point yeah. sticks that into the bottom of the car and all of a sudden There's like oh wow brain, you just yeah. calibrate all your shit you unlocked yeah. your car it's it's really like what Jeff Goldblum said in Jurassic Park life <laughs> life finds a way it finds a way nature finds a way okay these cars will live somewhere. Yeah, I actually exactly. didn't know where you were going with that but that was yeah. pretty good that was good but, like but the transition it, yeah, th- exactly Park thank you cars. thank you Jeff Goldblum is an American treasure da, da, but da, da, Jeff's da, da, yeah. Da, da, da. but um yeah honestly it will it will move on and it will just adapt because I'm sure people thought about thought this when carburetors were phased out for fuel injection like Oh, there aren't going to be any great cars after 1975. You can't trust You can't trust Bosch. And for K-tronic. a few years, there yeah, weren't a lot right. of great cars. No. There, I mean, but there but were retrofits. Right, but there was People a lot of like, smog-choked right. crap. So I feel like we're ebbing and flowing. And we happen to be in, I mean, honestly, if you look around, we're in a golden era of automotive technology right now. Technology, we have yes. a Nissan. We Absolutely. have a Nissan that goes 0 to 60 in 2.2 or 3 seconds. We yeah. have a V6 Mustang that is occasionally more exciting than the V8. We have my Miata. This is great times, people. <laughs> I have a Fiat. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, but no one it, knows what fix it again. Tony hard. means anymore. It's, it's fantastic. Hard. No, it's awesome. Exactly. It's hard. It's not impossible, but it's hard to find a bad new car. They exactly. exist, but they're so much harder to find than I mean, even. I mean, 10 you're really comparing ago. if you have Bluetooth or not compared to the next guy. Right. Right. Like, it's oh, no longer oh, the that, nav in this car looks yeah. like shit. Like that's a that's a valid complaint. Like it looks yeah. like play school nav instead of like you're in a new Volkswagen where it looks like oh that's Google Maps. Yeah, yeah and the cool. Ferrari two fifty GT Bawano coupe has a shitty AC. <laughs> yeah. Right. But yeah. but I like I am mad because the Jaguar I'm driving tonight. Oh, get a load of this statement. Get a load of this statement. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. I plug in my iPhone five and it can't read it as a as a as a 
source of audio, and then there's no Bluetooth audio connection. So I have to listen to the goddamn radio, well, yeah, and but, it doesn't oh, have satellite radio. Life sucks in a 400-horsepower car. Oh, it's way more than 400. Which one is it? <laughs> it's the XKRS. Oh, yeah, well, then screw whatever It's like I 550. Said. Yeah, no, it's up there. It's fantastic. So I just... But seriously, I just, no satellite radio? God damn it, Jack. Yes, I know, right? And it, the it fuck, has, Jag? It has an input for USB... Right, but yeah. does it, it have an aux cable input? 5. Does it have an aux yeah. cable? Go to Radio Shack, buy a thirteen dollars aux cable. You <laughs> it doesn't cheap have bastard. an aux cable. It doesn't have an aux cable. Really? It has a USB wow. input and then that shitty proprietary iPod input. You have that a primitive is only Jaguar for iPhone listen, fours listen, and below. Jeff, we're at Redondo. We're, we're at Redondo Beach. Put it in neutral. Push it into the ocean, and then I'll drive you home. I can't because it's a blast to drive. Okay. Yeah, um, whatever. So <laughs> I almost put one of those into a tree in Pebble Beach. Oh, that's fantastic. Way to go. <laughs> nice wet day. She's like, gun it. Okay. Whoop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, that, your girlfriend control. or your They're Jaguar. British drift machines. This was Jaguar. <laughs> ah. They're British drift machines. They're they wonderful. are. They're amazing. I love them. Um, Send me one. So <laughs> we're very excited to see what you're going to do with Petrolicious. Send you one. Um, <laughs> Back uh, to that meandering I wanna, topic. <laughs> I want to chat with Blake here for a little bit. Not to exclude you, Ezekiel. Please. No, it's okay. I'll chime in. Chime in. Um, As he checks his we've phone. We've been idly. Blake. We've Don't been worry. gone for a while. We have been. It's good to see you again, buddy. I, I know. Um, our audio hopefully sounds good tonight. Well, I'm talking really close to the mic now, Stop. so Chris will yell at me about Burping it. Burping and. That actually did sound like shit, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Mission so accomplished. So you just took a trek across the country. I did. Seven and S seven. Seven and S seven. And the thing was, I got to Detroit and I forgot to order a seven and seven. That's so I got to go home and just buy uh, a bottle of Seagrams and just make one and myself. Cry into make it. one or seven. Explain myself. the trip. Um, all right, so we have a long termer and it, we have a long term S7. It was delivered. This is a rarity for Auto Week because you know our headquarters are 1155 Ratchet Avenue, Detroit, Michigan. Yeah, everybody and, knows um, that. Yeah, so it's totally gonna go there tomorrow. Yeah, go for it. It's, it's a great place. Um, we're, we're at Brewery Park. They used to brew Stroh's there. Oh, nice. Oh, that's um, actually interesting. Yeah, there you go. Okay. But now it's a fact of the soulless, day. boring office park. Anyway, they delivered us. <laughs> they delivered to us a uh, a brand new Audi S7. It had 321 miles on it when I picked it up, and I drove it for around three months. And cracked the windshield. Well, <laughs> the windshield got cracked. I was going up the 110 out of San Pedro, and a and like a rock the size of a baseball hit it or something. Nice, it was fucking intense. And then um, <laughs> it was it was a like a four and a half wide crack too. But they replaced it, so I drove to Detroit after Pebble Beach. And the trip took seven days. I could have gone faster, but I picked up a friend in Boulder, and we kind of just meandered across Nebraska. Yeah, you definitely can go faster than seven days. Yeah, but if you're taking three. your time and seeing yeah. things, yeah, seven days. I like to see things, Jeff. Yeah. Right. I like things. Seven well, days. You actually have to take photos of time. and do your job. Then, yeah. yeah, exactly. And I and I wrote, you know, I, every I kept, day. <laughs> I wrote every day. I would pull into a hotel at around ten, write till twelve, edit photos, go to bed, wake up at seven. Out of I stayed at a Super Eight for three nights in a row, just out of coincidence. It was weird. <laughs> Man, you need to. They pick they owe hotels. me points. They owe me like eighteen. They don't nights. have points. They just like the more you They're stay there, there, the more they make sure you don't get killed in one of them. Yeah, hopefully that's they their punch card. On the fourth oh, seven stage, we won't rape him tonight. On the fourth night, they'll just give me a gun in the hotel room. Here's yeah, an extra yourself, door lock. Yeah. Staying kill in yourself. Yeah, they'll just have a gun with one bullet. Well, Sheridans in. aren't even expensive, man. <laughs> They're pretty expensive. Game. They're pretty expensive. <laughs> hey, man, I'm a man of the people, Jeff. I was the car. Yeah, the car was awesome. The car was fantastic. Um. It had electrical problems. Really? Yeah. The turn signal stopped working outside of Nevada, which So were you using fun. your hands? No, I just drove like an Audi driver. I just didn't use turns. I just cut people off like that's an Audi driver. BMW it's great. Driver. Well, Audis too. Uh, that's, Jeremy so doesn't what like, happened? Yeah. It just... No, it was, it, I guess it was raining. The rear spoiler wouldn't go down, oh, which was interesting. Rain. 
So, yeah. So weather yes, affected the things. car. Yeah. Apparently, this is a this is a fliver from the twenties that gets you know you get moisture <laughs> in it and the magnetos start to go. But um, the rear uh, spoiler wouldn't go down. It would it would stay up like it had Viagra. So you or were popped like in permanent <laughs> douchebag mode. I was yeah. parked in douchebag mode and I would get in the car. I would press the button to rate the lower the spoiler and it would go all the way down. And then five seconds later, the spoiler just automatically raised and it would go caution rear spoiler system failure. And then when I went over a hundred miles an hour. Oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I did go over 100 miles an hour. Um, it's all right. You can handle it. You're yes. a CTSV graduate. There you go. It would ding Worked at it me. In. It, it would. It would. Yeah, thank you. It would ding at me. It would be like ding, 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 ding. And then the, the yellow uh, warning light would turn red and be like, caution. Didn't work. And then the adaptive cruise control stopped working because it was speed linked. <laughs> right. So I, and then I parked it for the night in outside friendly Nevada. And the next day I woke up. And um, everything worked again. It was weird. Nice. It was really nice. weird. So everything started I, working again. I took Audi a lot was of tracking you and sending Yeah, yes. exactly. I took a lot of shit in one of my videos because it was a car that had a spoiler that could go up and down, or you could put it in the up position. And I made a comment in the video about I'm not. I don't want to leave it up because I'm not a d bag. And so many people, people got like, so mad. I'm a professional oh douchebag. They got so mad. They're like, what, what, if you leave it up, why does that make you a douchebag? And like, I never responded to anybody, yeah. anybody but if you're listening, douchebags, it's basically <laughs> like popping your collar. Yeah. yeah. It the is. Spoiler it's popular functions, spoiler. it goes up and down for a reason. And when you leave it permanently up, yeah. you kind of just look like an asshole. Yeah, because you're going to do 100 miles an hour in a sh- in this Safeway parking lot. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. Just like, go to Pep Boys, I can understand if it was like some beautiful spoiler, but most of the spoilers that go in and out are very functional right. and not form based. Right. So they, they pop they up, work over they look 80 ugly, miles an hour. Right. And then they go back down when you don't need them. Exactly. So don't put your spoiler in permanently up position unless you're an asshole. But if you are an asshole, feel free to wave your flag to us. Well, I'm, I, I don't think I'm an asshole, but the car was well, an asshole. Well, if your car's so. broken, that's <laughs> yes, a different thing. Just making sure. You're just temporarily an asshole. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, the car was Going great. I, I went to the Bonneville Salt Flats. You ran it? Nice. Uh, just a little bit. It was kind of bumpy, and I didn't have that much time there. And they were like, yeah, you got to run the thing forward to make sure you don't hit a rut and, like, blow your car up. <laughs> so Thanks, guys. Yeah, there you go. Well, it's it's kind of mind-boggling the way you think about the bottom of the flats. Any schmo in a rented Ford Escape can just drive off the highway and just go as fast as they can. It's great. No one gives a shit. There's no park rangers out there. There's no uh, no little you know $10 per so car sign So when it's booth. not speed week, it's just kind of open. Exactly. There's it's no one there scene you except can drive random on. people. Just wow. did you see other people like hee hee like yeah, just, just blasting? Saw, I saw like people in a Chevy Astro. I saw this Italian couple that had rented a uh, a Ford Escape actually, and they were just <laughs> driving around. They were like, "Oh yeah, this is awesome." And um, it's weird. It's yeah, it's cool. That's cool. And then you can go to that really shitty Mexican restaurant at the end of uh, Wendover, and then you can cross into West Wendover where all the casinos are because they're not in Utah. Nice, <laughs> love it. Yeah, I did drink some four percent beer in Utah. You know, you don't have to get the 4% beer. Yeah, but, it's on but ta- if it's on tap, it's 4%. If right. it's in bottles, I had a 9%, which was a uh, collaboration between... Uh, it's called Red Rock Brewing, which oh. is like a small brew chain there. They have four locations. And then the other company, I think, was... Um, I think it was Fat Tire. No, really? no, no, it was New Belgium. It was definitely New Belgium. They made mm. a, a Belgian... Obviously, a Belgian light uh, wheat beer. It was nice. really... Uh, nice. So yeah, what else have you been up to since we've last... Talked. What? What else have you been up to since we last spoke? I got a speeding ticket in Colorado. Oh, well, no. Actually, uh, you just reminded me of something else I want to hear. Not the speeding ticket in Colorado. Okay. How'd you get in trouble at Pebble Beach? 
Did Ooh. I get in trouble in Pebble yeah, Beach? like yeah. by cops or something, like military police. Oh. Yeah, I heard there was quite a story with that. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, about that. One. Well, Jaloptic has already tarred and feathered me through the muck. <laughs> but um, I was in a Porsche Boxster, and we were looking for... Well, you know, Jaloptic had a convoy up to Pebble Beach, and we were in a Porsche Boxster, $104,000 Porsche Boxster, without the Burmeister system. But um, <laughs> we were looking for this road called Nascimento Ferguson, which goes from... Um, Hunter Lincoln Army Base all the way down to Big Sur. And apparently, if you listen to Wes Siler of Hell for Leather, he says it's the greatest road in America because it's windy, there's no cops, no eleva- tons of elevation changes, and it's great. So we were in a Porsche Boxster, and we made a wrong turn off an Army Base, as you do, because how often are we on Army Bases? And you drive through the Army Base, too. But we went to a wrong turn that had, it said rough road, and we were like, this must be the way to Nascimento Ferguson. And we got a flat tire, a gouge in a sidewall about two inches long. That was rough. How'd yeah. you do that? Well, you, you hit a pothole at 25 miles an hour, and uh, things, things So you just happen. railed a pothole. <laughs> at 25 miles an hour, because, Jeff, life is full of whimsy. Whimsy. Yeah. Yes. Also, um, Deuce and a Half were passing us in, like, convoys of four. It was kind of cool. That is cool. And, then, is cool. Uh, and then a cop named Officer LeBeef frisked us. LeBeef? He you frisked, frisked you? Yeah. Like, just a pat-down, right? Yeah, a pat-down. Still, why? Like, TSA pat-down, or, like, cops looking for cocaine pat-down? TSA pat down. Okay. Yeah. But his name was Labeef, which was interesting. Labeef. He was like, well, I got to do this because I'm, I'm, I'm on an army base. And he was like, pop the trunk of the car. So I popped the rear one and I popped the front one and he didn't know there was a front trunk. Educating you the made beef day. Yeah, yeah. Um, nice, nice. So we got it fixed. We got, we got it told back. We had this really great flatbed truck driver from AAA who was like, Oh, man, if you guys are ever in town, there's my house. Just come over and just drink some boxed wine with me and my wife. That'd be great. <laughs> you could have gotten to a sweet-ass threesome. It would have been like that scene of Heroin and Kumar. It would have been great. <laughs> um, so you've moved on from the Porsche because now you're driving the amazing Jetta Hybrid. The Jetta Hybrid is a car. <laughs> it is a car. It's actually uh, I've a only surprisingly had it for like an fun, and this isn't going to make sense, a surprisingly fun hybrid I've, because I've it's a turbocharged to... hybrid. That's true, yeah. yeah. But I'm and also it's not thinking, a CVT. I'm also either. thinking, you know, we're, we're auto journalists. We have to push diesels whenever we can. And for all of Volkswagen's just proselytizing about diesels, they should just run with TDI forever. Yeah, it's but they know thing. that they, they know also, too, that people Toyota's not coming buy out with hybrids. What's that? Toyota's not coming out with a the diesel. They've, they've been firmly entrenched in the uh, hybrid thing. Yeah? yeah. So Volkswagen is firmly entrenched in a diesel. I was impressed with that car when I drove it. It was way more fun than I thought. Which one? I've only the had Jetta it for hybrid. an afternoon. Hybrid, yeah. yeah, I've only had it for the afternoon. The steering, I've warmed up to the steering. It's actually got some feel right. to it. The hardest thing for me to get used to with that car was the brakes. The brakes are not yeah. great. I, I yeah. did not like the brakes on that car. Right. The brakes are not great. Yeah, well, because they, I mean, it, like you said, it's their first real, well, it's not their first hybrid, but it's, it's yeah. their first Jetta hybrid, and they, they don't play the regen braking game too often because they have diesel, so it's, right. it's yeah. different territory for them. Yeah. I think it actually set a. I think a Jetta Hybrid actually set a land speed record. Yeah, the for motor class one. At, um, yeah, at Bonneville. Yeah, yeah. Carlos drove it. Yeah. So I've had a slew of cars since we've uh, last. You spoke. and I have both driven the same car. We two of them. Wait, what was no, the other one? No, no, you didn't drive the Focus. ST. I just had the Shelby Focus ST. You did drive. Oh, it. I drove. It. I, I drove it. Yeah. And I am actually surprised they gave me that car initially because you I kind of like shit on it. On the podcast, maybe more than once. Before oh, we I shit on it, it together because <laughs> gross. Um, <laughs> wow. We kind of both shit it on two it. Guys, <laughs> two guys, one focus. Two guys, one focus. We two guys, one focused it because I had it that week and we were talking about it and I was like, I was trying to be generous 
and kind of diplomatic, and you were just like, fuck this thing. This well, thing I just didn't understand <coughs> how they could charge that much for what I thought was that little. It's the Shelby name. I, I like mean. the suspension. The suspension, I mean, it's either an iBox suspension, full coilover kit, or the Ford Racing kit, but it accentuates the Focus's tendency to rotate through corners even more than the regular Focus Which ST. Which is awesome. Which is great, because I drove a regular Focus ST, and it was fantastic. The, the car, I had a blast in the car. It sounded great with that exhaust. It was painted in like crazy taxi yellow and black. It was. It was oh, you had that one. I had was, the blue one. It was so. neat because you know it, it it is a limited car. They're only making five hundred of them, so which was, is the appeal. It right. was fun. It was the appeal, but you're only getting fifteen horse. But I mean, honestly, you don't need that much more in that car anyway because and the Chevy torque steers too. I was gonna say it torque. Right. I I punched it at seventy on the highway and I got torque steer. I right. got the car to yeah. waggle back and forth. I'm like, that's right. not and good. And Shelby, because I rode with the president of Shelby, which is another fun story in itself, and uh, he was like, oh, you know, we've cut off 50% of the torque steer from... If no, it didn't have there's that. more. No, no, fuck that. There's, there's more torque, torque steer. steer. No, yeah. Like, we, we actually built a European car, which is funny, a Ford Focus ST for SEMA last year. Nice. And we're it is working with car. Revo. Well, technically, yeah. Right. It's a really hot car in Europe, and a lot of people like it. It's a global yeah. platform, European design and all that, but... I know there's a couple companies that are working on big turbo upgrade kits to kind of take the fight to the GTI. But it's already taken the fight to the GTI. It is. I, I like the car. It's a right. lot of fun. I like the car stock. Yes, like with like too. Maybe suspension, brakes, wheel Exhaust, tire. Exhaust, yeah, you're done. Yeah, and maybe... Which is maybe exactly what we did with ours. more right. free-flowing stuff into the engine, like intake. Yeah, yeah we did downpipe, things like that. That's Typical it. bolt-ons. You don't it's need fun. more it's power a fun for the car. And yeah. I... And I'm a small car guy, and I like the Fiesta ST. And I'm driving one you're again. Small guy. I've heard a, a lot of you're driving the Fiesta ST. I have the smallest car here. That's true. That's true. I'm second tallest in the smallest car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I drove. I've drove the Fiesta ST before up uh, Angeles Crest, and I'm driving it again this week in Santa Monica because the last time it was like this old Fiesta GRC thing. I had my mind preoccupied on that, so. Um, this would be a great chance to renew myself with the, how great the Fiesta ST is because it's a steal at the price and it handles super well and it's really all the power you need. And for some, it's even all the car you need. What's the price like? Twenty one grand. Twenty one grand. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's twenty one grand. Awesome. It's actually under an Abarth. An Abarth exactly. starts at twenty two, and you can't find one at a dealer and for less than twenty three. Right. I've and been the, looking. So and the Abarth <laughs> is worth the price because of the exhaust note. It's a great. That exhaust, yeah. that's the best sounding force in the I really wish they brought the 695 over. That car's terrifying nice. on a racetrack, though, by the way. I bet, because your oh, second yeah. position Have is Have you seen the, the Fiat Abarth Racing Series, the uh, Assetto Corso no, Racing Series? No, is it series? a bunch of people finishing the race and getting out, like, white-faced and knuckles? Like... No, they look like potato bugs rolling over. It's oh, okay. just like they hit the red and white, so they're just rolling everywhere. That's amazing. It's hilarious. Yeah, they just flip over, because they're just, they're just not good race. race cars. Yeah, the, the so. only... The, the one Fiat that has the best... Uh, Center of gravity is the electric one. Yeah, yeah. Um, that Which one, is ridiculously priced. Right. So. It is. Yeah. Ridiculously. Thirty-five hundred. No, but the least price is amazing. The least price. California. You can get one for one hundred thirty-nine a month with all the rebates, really? and so you can do a oh, thousand down. Yeah. One ninety-nine a month. No, oh, I thought that's, it was one hundred thirty-nine. That's mind blowing. Okay. Which is why they're going off the shelf. You yeah. can't even find one now. They're um, come across. Getting back to the Shelby name. Right, because and you know what Shelby doesn't torque steer. The Raptor. The, the Raptor Shelby Raptor. The Shelby <laughs> Raptor, which has the word Shelby written on the outside 17 times. So it's a Shelby, 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 Raptor. I think it's written twice. 
but it's like embossed it's stamped, and stamped into everywhere. metal in those everywhere insane, else. Oh, you know, I saw a Ford Raptor yesterday. It had the exact same uh, front bumper because it's a company that makes them. And Shelby just license, puts her name on it. Yeah, it's the, the right. addictive desert designs right. or something, which just sounds like it's loaded with meth. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that that chase cage they call it or something like that. It's like a four grand option, I think. It also has a shit ton of weight. Oh yeah, yeah. it's a thousand pounds between the bumper, two bumpers, and the chase bar. It's a thousand pounds. It weighs seventy two hundred pounds. Yeah, truck. it crushes on gravel. It's eighty seven dollars. Pounds and you 575 know horsepower first, Whipple supercharger, which you know sounds amazing. Oh my god, it's it's like a fucking siren when you get on the throttle. I drove that thing through downtown LA and it was great. The weird thing there. is though with that car when you're when you're just at at constant throttle and yeah. not flooring it, it's not that loud. But you get this consistent whine, this high pitched yeah. scream from yeah. the supercharger charger that's like it just blows your ears out after a while and like yeah. i'm driving down pacific coast highway in huntington beach and the truck's just whistling from that yeah. and i just i can see people turning their heads like what the fuck it sounds like a jet getting ready to take yeah. off like it's spooling yeah. its and engine. you I think and i people forget to, yeah. what superchargers sound like yes so well they'll remember with this one yeah holy yeah. shit you and fun. i took it to two different places i took it up to hungry valley so i drove it up the grapevine and i got 11 miles per gallon <laughs> That's better than I got. And I was doing 60 miles an hour or something like that, you know, constant speed. I, yeah, may, I, or may, up, right. I may or may not have been doing like 90 on the highway to get to my off-road place that I took it. And I, the whole time I had the truck, I averaged between 8.5 and, and 7.5 miles per gallon. Yeah, that sounds about right. And it was, and I loved it. How was Except, your off-roading session? How was your off-roading? It was fine. I mean, I just did a little trail. It was easy. It was nothing. It was slow speed stuff, too. It wasn't okay. like jumps or anything. I did, I did a bit of pre-running wow. stuff. See, so, I didn't get to do any of that. And which I is, climbed a hill. Nice. And I did a lot of drifting. But before <laughs> I got to a gas station before I hit the road that led me to the trail. And I had over a quarter tank of gas left. But I said, you know what? I'm going to fill up now. $99. Did Oof. the pump click closed? Did the pump stop? Uh, it, maybe it did. Maybe that's why it stopped it exactly did, at 99 I think it was $100 for me. And I had like – I had half a tank. I had a bit over half a tank um, that that's insane. Yeah. That's insane. I think Matt said it's like something like 35 gallons stock. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Cause Cause you I, put, up, I saw your picture. You filled up for 23 gallons. 23 gallons. And I think I filled up for like 25. So yeah, we were and in my, the same And place. relatively, the gas, the place where I got gas wasn't even crazy for California because it was 415 for premium. Oh, right. You did premium. Okay, yeah, I did too. So yeah, that makes sense. Um, I, I saw that because I went into the store to get like something to drink and, and uh, 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 some kind of snack bar. And I come beef out jerky. and, I'm, and you I got was beef like, jerky. son of a bitch, $99. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that at all. So quick, put the Red Bull back. But the truck was hilariously, hilarious fun. 26 gallons. 26 gallon tank. Jesus. That's it? Oh, I thought it was more than that. Okay. So what do I know? I drove a Miata with a 12 gallon tank. It's a, a, a 9.5. Nice. <laughs> nice. Another car I've driven recently since we've been gone, um, I was up in Seattle to drive the Jaguar F-Type. Nice. I drove Holy that too. Holy shit. Isn't it great? It is so fucking awesome. It's a great car. I think, it honestly... deserved it, yeah. the swear right then, and that was a capital F for fucking awesome. It's great, <laughs> but I think the V8S needs... Um, it's, it's a car that out, uh, is outbreak... The engine outbreaks the car. It needs better brakes on the V8, and it's a bit nose-heavy. I haven't driven the V6S. I didn't and think I it was nose-heavy at too. all. No, I didn't just think a little bit. It no, kind of understeers the, the, a bit. The weight difference isn't <clears throat> bad at all. Because plus, you can just throttle on oversteer that fucker through a corner, and you're gone. But here's here's the thing, and I'm gonna. I told the story a bunch of times. I'm gonna tell it on here. Um, I was in Santa Monica driving up Ocean Avenue, and just driving with the you know the um, adaptive exhaust, 
And this lady in a Lexus RX pulls up next to me, and she goes, I'm doing hand motions here, but she goes, slow down, I'm trying to make a phone call, slow down, and I'm like, okay, sure, whatever, and then the light turns green, and I just rip it through the light, <laughs> and five minutes later, I'm on PCH, and a cop on a motorcycle pulls me over and goes, our radio chat is going crazy because of this orange car that's just blasting through Santa Monica. And I'm like, I think I did 40 miles an hour going off Ocean Avenue. Just the right. exhaust just reverberates yeah, off it's, every it's, building. Yeah, wonderful. No, it's because amazing. It's glorious. It sounds like you're being chased by a Spitfire. It's crazy. And that's how it should be. That's yeah, exactly, exactly how it should be. It's almost too much. The over... No, it's perfect. <coughs> it's the overrun <laughs> is wonderful. On the drive route in Seattle, there were three tunnels right. on my route. Oh, and every God. time I, I, I laid off, a few tunnels. I dropped it down, and I just punched it to It was like that scene yeah. in Family Guy when Peter Griffin had that penis car. He was just driving through <laughs> in and out of tunnels. In and yeah, out, in and out, out of tunnels. Right I was that's just doing that. It was great. No, it's awesome. But sometimes, you know, if you drive past like a nursing home or something. Yeah, but you can turn. You can hit you, the button. But the button doesn't do anything. Yeah, That's the thing. The, the button, button doesn't do a goddamn thing. It's all loud all the time. It drops it awesome. like two decibels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think it like kills some of the overrun. But yeah. uh, that car is that so car much is great. fun. That car is great. No, the point of like that the... car is to release your inner redneck, I yeah. think. Yes. It's like they, get, they finally gave themselves a little bit of leeway to have some fun. It get was, out of the office and have oh, like, and not act like pompous British people. That right. car is so. fan effing. Yeah, it's yeah. it's expensive. Ours was one hundred five thousand yeah. dollars. The one I drove is one hundred four. That's a lot so expensive. of money, especially yeah. when you consider the XKR, which is technically a size above it. Right, is is one hundred two. Yeah. Especially when you consider the interior. I hated the interior. You did? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was atrocious. There were a lot of like chintzy parts on there some of the trim was already kind of peeling off and the the paddles are like this weird rubber coating that oh, feels like i like i like that really? rubber no coating. they're not aluminum they're if you get the v8s they're copper colored which yes. you think would be really cool in steampunk and brass oh, i thought they were like, like anodized. See, I, 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 no they're not anodized i wish they were they're like coated rubber i i totally disagree i loved the copper yeah. contrast and no, it's it a cool awesome. contrast but i wish it was like it's a cool contrast material. i wish it was actual copper or yeah. something kind of metal <laughs> copper. Like that. That actual be... copper so like you know poor people i want brass in my next modern car i want i want brass goggles there you go and a scarf i need a steampunk audi yeah i want to so, Jaguar. <laughs> Jules so, Verne's Jaguar. <laughs> so leaving the Jag behind for a minute, I, um, I also had a chance to drive a bunch of uh, the latest E-Class. Coupe, convertible, and I spent what, a few what minutes in a What changes have they hybrid. done this year? Uh, for, they, it was like a mid-model like, design kind of refresh. It, right? yeah, yeah, the face like is different, refresh, the tails yeah. are different. Um, it's, I mean, yeah. it's an E-Class. It's a wonderful car. Um, yeah, the E5. I drove a friend's E550, and it's surprisingly great. Noise makes good noise. Plenty of power. Handles well. Did yeah. you drive the AMGs? That's the thing. They had, they, there were no AMGs there to drive. But in the the presentation in the morning to tease the shit out of us, of course, was an E63 AMG S wagon. Oh fuck! Motorcrane just put black. that in there. Uh, wasn't brown. Best driver's it wasn't car. brown. No, it wasn't brown. But well, uh, the, fuck but, that then. But the car I drove to start the day was a brown convertible, and Mercedes makes a wonderful brown. It's a great color. It's, it let me guess. You had a brown and a tan interior. I think so. That's such a odds great are. That's pretty much. It's yes. classic. It's a very classic yeah. color combination. When done right car. and actually mixed properly, right. <laughs> brown yeah. can I mean, look it's, good. And it's fun. I it's funny brown. too, though, yeah. because most people you're going to see buying E550 coupes are probably going to be older women or older gay men. And it's actually a drop Old Asian top. mothers in Pasadena. Yeah, Trust me on this. But it's actually yeah. like... Real estate agents. With that engine, it's a little bit of a hot rod. I mean, it's, it a, it's a sweet cruising car. Because yeah. it's, it's the E550 and the E350, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Now, I also had a chance to sample, and this story runs on Hooniverse tomorrow, which... What's today? 
Uh, so it uh, actually Today's the same, same day. Yeah, um, the third. Wow, Today's how about third. that? It's going to line it's up. Actually, right. guys, it's actually my father's birthday today. Oh, happy oh, birthday! Happy birthday! Happy, thank you yeah, for bringing me into this world, Dad, and thanks <laughs> for not taking me out of it. Uh, so, Josem VW models. I was only interested in a few, even though they had a bunch there. One of the cars I got to drive was the Beetle GSR. Yep. So what did they change with the Beetle GSR besides that Stickers. awful, awful sticker pack? Well, you know why it's there, Stickers, right? Yeah. It's an homage to the 1970s black, yellow yeah. black racer. Some person with bad taste threw up on it in the 70s. Well, the one in the 70s actually looks cool oh. with the black hood. Um, well, there was a purpose behind the GSR back then. Uh, I don't that, know. It wasn't just it was limited a, edition, aesthetic pass. It, just, it uh, was to actually do something. Well, yeah. does the new one do anything? No, it's just no. a turbo. It's a very confused car. I'll give it that. There's R-Line. There's Turbo. There's GSR. Yeah, but, but there's, there's but a 50, 60, now, and 70s version. For the new for the new Beetle turbos, they're all If it's R-line. a turbo, they're all R-Line. Yeah. Even the GSR. But this one still said Turbo on the back. Did you catch that? They all did. I think they all did. Yeah. So it still said Turbo, even though and it was R-Line. R-line doesn't, that's gonna be Turbo. R-Line doesn't do anything special. R-Line is an no. appearance package. Does yes. It, did which it is still a say huge turbo on the back? It's a shame. It still said Turbo on the back of ours, which I thought was interesting because they were trying to make it's R-Line probably Turbo. Probably a pre-pro. The only the only it? people who are gonna buy the GSR is if they're massive VW fans and they want a limited or edition. Or if they're car. Jason Torchinsky of Jalopnik. <laughs> I don't even think he would buy. It. No. We um, should get him on a podcast. Uh, yeah, we should actually. Uh, but so it's the Beetle Turbo. It's actually fun to drive. It's like a GTI with like a different skin a set. A bit wafty, though. A little bit, yeah. Like, yeah. I, drove um, a, uh, I drove a Beetle convertible TDI recently, and it's fantastic. Yeah, like, if it had better fun. wheels and tires yeah. on it, because it does plow a little when you push it hard, yeah, and yeah. you know the brakes kind of get overcooked, but it handles really well. What well. would be awesome is if they gave us the adapted damping suspension from Europe, but that would add a bunch to the price, right, because it's course. a great suspension system. Well, yeah, and only like certain Volkswagen nutjobs would buy it. Right. So... But right. but finance their house. But you know it. what car might have it is that Scirocco that Volkswagen sitting Well, that's the other the car I got to drive. Yeah. And you drove it. Yep. See, and I'm good at segments. I'm, I'm angling. Not, I'm, 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 right here. <laughs> I'm angling back, to, to spend more time with it, but because I only got they limited your drive time ten minutes. Ten minutes. Yeah. That like, I, that's, I barely had time to take photos, right. and then just so I mean, I probably took twenty. Minutes Auto Week has driven it in Detroit for a week, and it's going to be out here in I think December if Volkswagen is correct on it. Yeah, and um, we're all going to be lined up for it. It'll be great. Yeah, yeah everybody's. Um, it's a sweet ride. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a cooler looking GTI, and um, you know what Volkswagen it definitely has a lot of road right? presence. Like you see that thing coming, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. You know what Volkswagen is playing though? They they gave us a GTD from Europe in in advance. And now they're bringing the GTD here. So the next is that official? Are they yeah. finally going to really yeah, do that? It's like 2015 or something. Okay, good. So I'm that car was. Good. I'm not going to be. Actually, I'd be shocked if this one doesn't follow that car like a year later. Yeah, it, it the next really generation Scirocco will be in America. I'm calling that right now. You can write it down, ladies and gentlemen. On, <laughs> yeah, but I don't think you're going. Paper. I don't think you're making like a bold claim here. I think like no. I think like guys, guys, check it out. Come at me, bro. I'm I'm making this right now. Uh, so I'd, I'd be shocked if it's not here because yeah, yeah. it's, yeah. it's a fun car the only thing I just I had the DSG and I have a love hate with DSG um, more hate than love I like because agree. In, yeah. in normal mode it is super aggressive in terms of fuel economy you right. leave a stoplight you're in sixth right, right away and you yeah. put it in sport and it does as much shifting as it can for you. Well, no, you put it in sport, and it's like it's like red line, uh, red line. It's like whoa. So yeah. the only way to drive it comfortably is is to shift put it, it yourself. In, is to shift it yourself. But if you shift it yourself, it'll shift for it's still shift for you, a lot. That's the experience I had with the Beetle. I think you can put it into a full manual mode though. Nice. No, not full manual. Well, no. in sport no. mode, I think it'll it short leaves shift you, for you. In sport mode though, it leaves you alone. 
Not really. No, not that much. Not as much as no? you would think. Yeah. I think it lets yeah. you play in the red line a little bit more than normal, but right. it's definitely not going to let you be like, hey, let's just rev the living yeah. shit out of this. In, until in we normal motor, motor, start so. from like third gear off a of light. Well, the thing is, like, I don't think you're ever going to hit the limiter going into an apex. The, but, but in sport mode, if I'm shifting it myself anyway, I'm shifting it before it wants to shift anyway because it, it's, it's like a maniac. And it's just yeah. like, sweet, okay, shift. Woo. I don't think and, it's well, that much of a maniac. It's not PDK and it's here. an aggressive shift, too. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. not. For the faint of heart, you right. feel that thing in every single yeah. fucking gear. But you know what? So you might as well just get a man. You know what'll right. fix that exactly. problem is you yeah. just buy a TDI car and you just leave it in third because it's got all the torque you need in third <laughs> yeah. gear. Yeah, yeah. That's what I did in the Beetle. I, it was great. I got to tell you, I'm looking forward to that GTD. I had way too much fun with that thing yeah. when we did the press drive in, yep. in Europe. GTD's just great. an awesome car. It was sweet. Jeff. You and I drove the green one at uh, Track Day last year, and it was wasn't it fantastic? Ezekiel and I drove the Mark Seven in Europe. Yeah, we did oh, the Seven well, in Europe. Yeah, yeah, oh, we're both, we're we're both very famous here. automotive journalists. Yeah, so. you guys are you guys are buddies. Again, friends, right? yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got to stay across. What from they the, need uh, to Nazi do is because nice. they were talking about <laughs> this is As another great Germany. Here's here's something you need to call, and maybe I'll call it for you. Okay, GTD Sport Wagon. Oh, Mark dude. Seven, dude. Ooh, dude. That's a better claim. That, that is that is the ultimate auto car. That has to happen. I'm gonna buy one out of actually. I'm, I'm I'm actually waiting. Someone suggested they should do a Jetta GTD. I would think be, they're gonna get. Well, here's the thing. It would when be I called was the GLD. Volkswagen. They were saying we're really gonna focus on this A7 platform. They really, really want to make that a family. Well, because it's super duper MQBs, they can do well, so the, much. And the Sport Wagon TDI is a big hit, but right? they don't really want to feed into that right. for that line. And it would be perfect for the Golf line. Yeah. So it's like GTD, A7 platform, winner. Yeah. Even in our line, winner. You know, the best part about MQB is that you, MQB is that you, you'll just be able to switch motors and powertrains. I'm looking Between forward cars, to it you know? from a tuner perspective because yeah. guys are just going to be like, oh, that's how they put it together? Okay. Yeah. It's just going to be the Legos of R- automobiles. Get a that's Golf R drivetrain and a Jetta Sport Wagon. There you go. Oh, they're We're, just going to swap yeah. them all over. It's well, the new, and they also swaps. announced the specs for yeah. the new Golf that's true. R. And yeah. It's yeah. nearly 300 horsepower. And it's yeah. under 4 seconds, 0 to 60. It's still got the Hallow Really? Dex. Yeah. Wow. No, maybe under. Well, it's around 4, mid-4s. Zach, look even, it up. Even that's pretty <laughs> amazing. Um, no, it's quick. It's definitely quick. Um, Definitely. The last one I think was like four eight or something like that. I think they said it's like around four two now. Well, but the Golf um, R is a fun car. Yeah, it's great. No, I love it all around. Yeah, but if I had to choose like Sirocco R or Golf R, oh Sirocco, oh Sirocco R, definitely because it's cool. Hands down. Um, I like saying the word Sirocco over Golf. I don't know. I don't like. So, forgetting these, forgetting these new cars, Blake, any updates on the Civic? I mean, not the Civic. I'm sorry, the The Miata. Uh, I drove it a lot this week and actually hit a really big bump leaving Goodwill. <laughs> and uh, it actually like scraped some of the plastic shielding from the bottom. So every time I make a left corner, the car goes... <laughs> so your, so update, I'm just gonna, I'm so just, your update is that you broke your car. I, I broke my car. So <laughs> tomorrow I'm just going to jack it up and zip tie it because that's what you do when you drive a Miata because Miatas are... Miata owners are fucking cheap bastards. <laughs> it took me three weeks to sell my wheels and I just got low-balled on my old set of wheels. I just got yes. lowballed all over That's my my crappy Filipino made knockoff rotas. <laughs> yeah, ladies, how uh, you doing? Knockoff, knockoffs. Knockoffs, um, knockoffs. On my on my side, I'm finally getting the Civic smog, so it'll be road legal. Oh, it's boy. only been a few months of do- dodging the law. I'm glad California doesn't test for safety or. I'm glad you get press cars to pull yeah, you shit, over. Huh? <laughs> uh, and then also, uh, this could be the week where we finally push the wagon into a garage to start 
doing nice. things oh, to okay. it. Yeah. Excellent. Hopefully, because I'm, I'm sick of just looking at it. I want to yeah. drive it so bad. <laughs> There's so many things I want to take it to, but we've got a long you should just rent out this. I think you should just rent out the uh, Mercedes as a one-bedroom bachelor apartment for 500 a month. I could. With yeah. an ocean view. Yeah. Yeah, ocean, okay. ocean right. breeze. There you I'm go. park it across the street is, from man. the podcast. Park it, in, park it into Safeway and be like easy access to shops. Just put it on cinder blocks before. Uh, there you yeah, go. yeah, that's for yeah. sure. Well, it's not going anywhere. The transmission's fucking totally puked. Yeah. all over my garage, so oh, that's not moving. Well, this is actually interesting because I read an article today about these entrepreneurs in San Francisco, these these thirty something hipsters that live in RVs, and they oh, just God. they just live in RVs. And they these guys they were interviewed had like fucking like you know the mustaches and a long hair, and yeah, one of yeah. them had a had his name on a uh, a necklace. What? And embroidered on the seat. <laughs> yeah. So and they, they work at like a startup microblocking platform. Oh, so all they do is just code all day and make make tea. And uh, they live in these $17,000 Toyota campers, which is a lot of money, you know. Well, not if you're going to be a software billionaire. They only pay 500 yeah. a month to get electrical hookups in San Francisco, which is, you know, a steal. But still. That is a steal. 500 a month? For a parking space and electrical hookups. But then you That's live in, not bad. But then you live in an RV that you paid seventeen grand for from your daddy's trust fund, I assume. Anyway, on that On that hipster bombshell, I think it's time to bring this evening to a close. Uh, Mr. Wheeler, thank you so much for joining hey, us. Hey, thanks for having me. I we wish you fun. all the best at Petrolicious. Thanks. Hopefully Blake, I'll be back. <laughs> I wish you all the best at fixing your Miata. Thank you. I'll try. <laughs> if and, you need uh, some zip ties, I can give everybody, I some ties. I to everybody listening, ties. thank you for sticking with us through some of our audio issues. We've got it all sorted out, and we're here to bring you crisp, clear Hooniverse podcasting from now on out. The rain in Spain falls mainly on the And plane. we'll see you next week. <laughs>